Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Tuesday morning. Welcome back in. By the way, this yeah. is, uh, I'm playing the Rolling Stones, Give Me Shelter. Mm-hmm. This day in 1969, November 28, 1969, there are... Uh, the Rolling Stones, in my opinion, their greatest album, Let It Bleed, was released on this date in 1969. 54 years ago. I, I cannot do that math, but kudos to you for doing it. Wow. 54 years ago today, the Rolling Stones released, in my opinion, their best album, Let It Bleed. Okay. Coming up this morning in just about 15 minutes, it's the morning mystery movie clip, and our prize is fresh and hot off the press. It's just announced at 8 o'clock this morning... Uh, you will get a chance to get a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco. It's uh, at the It Ain't Right Tour 2024 at the Wells Fargo Center, which will be coming up next September. So September 27th, 2024. Let me check my calendar, see what I have planned for that day. (laughs) Oh, I'm not eligible anyway. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. Friday, December 1st at Ticketmaster.com. But you can get yourself a pair of tickets in just about 13 minutes. And by the way, we will have tickets all of this week at 920. So you can, it's win them before you can buy them. Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. Hot Hot tickets these days. How about that, um, we'll giving we will be giving them away every morning at nine twenty uh, before you can buy them before they go on sale Monday uh, Friday at ten a.m. Okay, uh, coming up in just a little bit, airplane etiquette uh, etiquette when it comes to a woman with a family versus a woman who has a window seat that was not willing to budge for the sake of a family. We'll get into that conversation in just a couple of minutes, but I want to get to some of this latest stuff with COVID uh, and. And we're going to look at it from three different angles. I'm looking at this uh, courtesy of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and they put out a updated release on the reported uh, COVID-19 updated booster vaccination rates in 2023 based on your age group. And if you are anywhere from six months old to 18 years old, only 4% of you have gotten the updated booster, which means 96% of Americans ages six months to 18 years old. I've essentially been told by their parents that you do not need this booster, this shot. We will not be getting this for you, little Johnny and little Heather. Uh, It is not necessary. Ages 18 and older, only 10% of Americans have the latest booster. So when we talk about Pfizer and Moderna and, you know, how they're tracking and monitoring what people are saying on social media about their product and their worthless shot that nobody is basically (laughs) taking. We mentioned that in the big take this morning under the surveillance discussion we were having. Uh, Now you might see why, because they spent a whole hell of a lot of money on these boosters. And basically, America has rejected them almost unanimously so i thought that's interesting and then in the demographic where you would see probably the highest percentage the people that might be 65 70 75 that might be dealing with other health issues only 23 percent of americans 65 and older are getting the booster i think the gig is up i I think americans realize that well you told us the first time around that if i got the shot i wouldn't get it and i wouldn't spread it and then i think a lot of americans have come to the realization that 
You're going to get COVID again in your life. You might get it this winter. You might get it next year. You might get it five years from now. It's not going away. And you're probably not going to die. And you're probably going to be fine. And I think America is just kind of giving the proverbial bird to big pharma. And I'm not going to, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't sit there and question people's health choices. You do you. You do you, buddy. but I, I, I applaud people for sticking it to big pharma. I really do. Yeah. So figured we would share those statistics with you. Then we got to get to this story. Um, and anytime something begins in China, I am oh. immediately, immediately doubting everything I hear. Don, I'm, I am, I'm surprised this was not on your 6 a.m. news because it's about children and pneumonia and death mm-hmm. and destruction. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was very, very, very surprised it was not on your mm. 6 a.m. news. All the kitties are in trouble, folks, and here's why. <laughs> So there is another viral respiratory issue that is overwhelming China. Uh, the eyes of the world, this is from da- uh, DailyMail.com, the eyes of the world once again locked on China as it suffers another mysterious respiratory outbreak that is overwhelming some hospitals. Chaotic scenes of mask-wearing crowds in hospitals in Beijing have the eerie echo similarity of the early days of the COVID outbreak four years ago Uh-oh. that also began with a, quote, undiagnosed pneumonia. Chinese authorities are insisting, so we should believe the Chinese authorities, Chinese authorities insisting they are simply dealing with a rebound in severe flu and respiratory illnesses that were suppressed by lockdowns rather than a novel virus like the one that caused the COVID-19 pandemic. China had the world's longest and harshest lockdown measures, as we all know, and is only now experiencing its first winter in years without the lockdowns the curbs are believed to have suppressed the population's immunity and left them vulnerable to seasonal illnesses while chinese officials say they have no evidence of unusual or novel pathogens obama's ex-white house chief of staff Rahm emanuel has said beijing's history of cover-ups is a cause for skepticism (laughs) geez you think i would say so They go on to say China has not revealed how many people have been hospitalized or died in the outbreak, but it appears to be mainly affecting children. And by the way, if that illness or that uh, whatever it is, is is in China, it's here. So, you know, Xi Jinping was just here last week, Ah, a week and a half ago. As were a handful of others. So I'm just saying that the... the thought that it, it's only in China is mm-hmm. is 100% wrong. I agree. But pneumonia, I mean, does pneumonia kill um, people with, whether they're babies, newborns, or elderly folks, or, you know, immunocompromised, whatever, does it kill every year? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. In America, not as much, mm-hmm. because we have great health care in this country, so third third world countries. So the World Health Organization, UNICEF, they all... Every year, this time of year, they're talking about this. So the reason I didn't do it was because I don't see any, seriously, the reason I didn't report on this at mm-hmm. 6 a.m. is that I don't see, I really don't see this here in our area any more than what we normally see. Right. You know, rotavirus is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's awful. But most of these, because we have great health care and we don't we don't experience it as much but if you have a baby if you please god you don't need the whole family coming to visit you trust mm-hmm. me on this one right you know because that that happened to to me when i you know first had michael and 
he got really sick, three days old, nearly died. Yeah. So everybody doesn't need to go visit you in the hospital, doesn't need to go into the mommy's you know hospital room where she just gave birth and go into the maternity ward. Just drop off a dish at the house <laughs> after she gets home I or send her some flowers. Yeah. Totally you know? agree. Yep. Doctors on the ground say they are seeing children with high fever and lung inflammation, cool. but without a cough or pulmonary nodules, lumps on the lungs that are usually the result of a past infection. Uh, the alarm was first raised over the outbreak internationally a week ago, November 21st, when the, uh, the disease surveillance system, ProMed, issued a notification about reports of an undiagnosed pneumonia in China. So they say that it's a mycoplasma. It's a, a bacterial infection, but basically it's the equivalent of walking pneumonia. If you've ever had that, so even if you're a healthy kid or a healthy person and you get this, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. You're going to be sick, but kids get sick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> right, all the time. Stalker knows right now really well. My- my son is like three and a half right now, and I think he spent his entire uh, three uh, th- three years with a cough. Yep. So it's like he's not sick; he just has a cough mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. So he's always sick. It's disgusting. It is. They're, they're disgusting, disgusting humans. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll never forget the spring of 2015 as my girls were six, seven months old. I had a cold. I swear to God, it ran from from Valentine's Day until the first day of the Masters. <laughs> I was stuffed up for like eight straight weeks. They were six. So were they in daycare or so they uh, were with yeah, a we, lot of kids? We had a um, like a little home daycare down the street. Some lady has like three or four kids that she babysits, and we would take them there. And then I'm telling you, like I, I, I don't I swear, and I had the I had the best immune system. Like everybody says, oh, I never get sick. <laughs> I was literally that guy. I think I went a decade without like the flu, without a cold, without anything. And that entire spring, I, I literally wanted to just crawl up into the fetal position and go take a nap. But think about it. You're it's like a workout. So you, the baby, the twin babies, your wife, your your immune system was getting the workout, and yep. it builds and strengthens. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this, the pandemic. And those even who don't want to come back to work and whatnot are actually part of the problem. Yeah. You know, because they're not getting the workout. That's correct. And as far as the immune system goes. But, you know, we had that this weekend. We had a relative. One of her kids had a fever. Should she come, you know, for because she always comes Thanksgiving for dessert because it's a big family thing. And there's another can- uh, member of the family who just survived breast cancer. So then she thought, you know what? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to call my mate a bit. So I understand we all have those moments, Mm -hmm. but in general, I always say, come on over. Yep. We're just, you know, no masks. Come on over. Unless somebody, like I say, is, is, you know, just for five cancer or something. But by the way, stuff like this went on and should have gone on uh, even before COVID. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have a flu or you have something like that, don't come to my house. I don't need to see you that bad. It's fine. We can reschedule and do something else. It's not just COVID. It's it's literally it's literally everything. Fever. Yeah. Anything. Don't come to my house if you're sick. I don't need to see you that bad. I agree. Stay the hell away from me. (laughs) Yeah. If it's it's if it's over 100 degree fever, especially Mm -hmm. if it's over 101. Yep. Don't come over because you know you're going to spread it. And by the way, all those people that give their kid, they drug them up and they send them to daycare or school. Oh, that's just wrong. The worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
Speaking of school, we'll get to this uh, last, uh, the third story with COVID in a moment. Morning mystery movie clip in about three minutes. So we know the devastating impacts of virtual learning, the pandemic, and how many children were affected from an education standpoint, a communication development, a social adaptation standpoint. The New York Times uh, has penned a new op-ed that says school COVID closures may be the most damaging disruption to kids and kids' education in the history of the United States of America. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, (laughs) what everybody's been saying, and you kept going down a certain road, and now the bill has come due, and it's time to pay the bill. And sadly, a lot of these children will be the ones that have to deal with this. Uh, The New York Times on Saturday had an editorial that was written uh, talking about the closures that were enacted in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, and it, quote, may prove to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education. The editorial provided a reflection on the significant learning losses stemming from keeping around 50 million children out of the classroom because of the virus and urged elected officials in the education community to move quickly to heal some of the damage. And as we know, uh, in the thick of the pandemic, uh, Congress sent $190 billion in aid to these schools. And oh, by the way, with the stipulation that 20% of the funds had to be used for reversing learning setbacks. And here we are now three and a half years after the start of the pandemic, and you have some of the lowest test level scores for you know, reading and mathematics, kids that are a grade and a half, two grades behind. Um, and I, I think when and you're going to start to get more and more data as these years go by. But I think it's safe to say now, but there'll probably be something, there'll be an admission by all the mainstream media outlets in the next three, four, five years. We're going to look back at this, and we're going to realize that this was one of, forget academic setbacks, this was one of the biggest travesties we could ever impose on children. Like, the, the, the benefit of being in a school, and I know there's a lot of benefits of homeschooling, and we've had those homeschooling versus public school conversations on this show many of times, but you, you, I don't know that you can put, you know, we sit here and we talk about college and the degree you get's not worth the, you know, the paper it's written on, but I don't know that you can put a price tag on being in a school growing up as a kid and just going through that process. And I'm talking about from, from an education standpoint, from a communication development standpoint, social interaction standpoint. Um, it is to me blatantly obvious now. I don't know how anybody can arrive at the conclusion that we failed a large portion of children. I Knock on wood, I am so glad my daughters get good grades. They're where they need to be academically, developmental-wise. Um, you know, they don't have communication issues other than the fact that they can't shut up and they talk way too much. They probably <laughs> get that from dad. Uh, but other than that, like, I'm fortunate. Like, but, I, you know, for these parents out there, Dawn, that have children that have dealt with and and it goes beyond okay you know maybe bobby should be at a sixth grade math level and he's at a fifth grade math level maybe not the end of the world but the communication stuff the social issues maybe the anxiety the you know the having to cover your face with a mask like i feel bad for the parents that are dealing with real serious long-term implications with children I'm glad I'm not in that position. Thank, thank God. Yeah, here, here in Philadelphia, we were saying it, we were feeling it. On the East Coast, we had among the strictest 
uh, mandates. Yeah. Children were locked out of classrooms. The difference was, so I live, I'm a resident of the city of Philadelphia, but my kids went to a private little Catholic school around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. So the Sisters of St. Joseph, who've been around more than 100 years <laughs> in the Chestnut Hill region and run Chestnut Hill College and some others, they decided that, you know what, we can figure this out. We've got this. Mm-hmm. And these little nuns, and many of them, you know, have health issues, and we as the parents were more worried about them, and they said, we've got this. They mm-hmm. figured it out. Yep. Now, granted, do we have smaller class sizes? Yes, of course, That, but they, they broke it up even further and they were able to keep the schools open. The difference, and this was, I think, when a lot of Philadelphia public schools and students and teachers realized, hey, why is it that across the street there's a Catholic school or a private school that they can figure it out and my kids are locked out of and banned from the classroom. It's outrageous. And it was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Not only were they banned, but then there were all these rules by the teachers' union. Well, they got to have a special fan, and they got to do this, and they got to have really that. Me off. It, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And you, then, Andy. and then, ultimately, even when they said they could come back in, or no, that they had virtual learning. Well, then we found out like half the city doesn't even have Wi-Fi. Right. So they had to get that up and running. Then they realized the kids don't have a computer at home. Mm-hmm. They had to hand out tablets. In, in essence, here in Philadelphia, we had basically, if you look at it, let's say a kid was in the first grade. It wasn't until they were like the sixth grade that they're back to normal. It, it impacted so many years of learning. If you look at by the school year, this is why look at our absentee rates right now. Yeah. Look, look at it. Oh my goodness. We, this is a crisis. I saw something. Is it around 61% is the absentee rate? I, I feel like that can't be accurate. I must have misread that's something. Some of, no, that's what, some okay. of the, that's what they're saying. It's unbelievable. 60, you're not there six out of 10 days. It's remarkable. I, I mean, I was, no, no, okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, but I mean, Greg, Greg missed seven out of 10 days. So I know that the, like the, the editorial on the New York Times, you know, I'm glad they've acknowledged it. Yeah. We here in Philadelphia, we have been talking about it. Mm-hmm. But the local media, not so much, and they try to blame other things. It's bizarre, yep. and they need to just say, and that's why I think the parents you've seen, even when the, now we have asbestos, mm-hmm. like, what the heck was, were they all doing when the schools were closed for years? Why didn't you search for the asbestos yeah, then? go in there and wipe that stuff out. <laughs> I agree. All right, 923, let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now... The Morning Mystery Movie Clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. My good God. Oh, I don't think even he has the power that we do right now. No. There's going to be an attack on a British passenger convoy. Right there. God, you're right. Well, those U-boats are only 20, 30 minutes away. Civilians. Hundreds of them. We can save their lives. I found Denniston's officer that he can alert the Admiralty. Do you think there's enough time to save them? There should be. If we can get a message to that call. Come on, Dennis, can... office, please. No. It's urgent. No. What the hell no, are you, you doing? You, you can't call Denniston. You, you can't tell him about the attack. What are you talking about? We can have air support over that convoy in ten minutes. Let the U-boat sink the convoy. Look, it's been a big day. Maybe you're suffering from no, a little shock. You don't have time for... No! Oh, you, you, that's enough! Think you know what it is? Call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, this great prize today and all week long, a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco and the It Ain't Right Tour 2024 at the Wells Fargo Center next September, September 27th, 
2024. If you can identify that movie clip right now, call our 12, 855-839-1210. See if we get our winner on the other side. And if you don't win them today, tickets on sale 10 a.m. this Friday, December 1st at Ticketmaster.com. Kale and Company, back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. You've heard me talk about my friends from Piazza Honda. You know, we have had a relationship for years now, and they're great. Uh, Michael, we recently got on that sporty new Honda Civic from our friends at Piazza Honda. The staff, everybody there is so accommodating and just made our experience seamless and streamlined. Most importantly, Piazza Honda found Michael the exact Civic, the model, the color, everything and more that he could have wanted. I highly recommend you visit your local Piazza Honda dealer in Philadelphia, Springfield, Langhorn, Pottstown, or Reading. And yeah, there is power in the Piazza family and the Piazza name because that's what happened with us. So they can transfer one. If you're at one dealership and they've got something over here, they can check for that, whether it's new or, or previously owned. So I highly recommend uh, the folks at Piazza Honda. Shop online today, PiazzaHonda.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaHonda.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Live on a Tuesday morning. The big snow flurries have come and gone. <laughs> Beautiful day outside, sunny, but cold. Very, Very cold. Very cold. Cold! Yes. It's cold! Hate it. Stay warm out there. 855-839-1210. Uh, we've got our morning mystery movie clip prize today, which is a great one, as we are giving away today through Friday a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco in September of 2024 for the It Ain't Right Tour 2024 at Wells Fargo Center. And Peggy is in Northeast Philadelphia. She's on the line, and she has identified the movie clip. Peggy, good morning. Are you staying warm today, by the way, Peggy? Good morning. Yes, I am. All right. It's free. What movie did we play for you, Peggy? That's The Imitation Game. That is correct. Nice work. You've got the first pair of tickets that we are giving away this week. So congratulations, and uh, make sure your calendar is clear September 27th, 2024. I will do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and playing, Peggy. There she is. Winner number one. All right. Um, We're going to get to uh, the uh, second round of the cut sheet in just a few minutes. But first, let's go to Dawn Stenzel at 932 for her big three at nine. It's the big three and nine on Kale and Company. Yes. And we have a sponsor, Greg Stocker. We do not. Do not have a sponsor. Okay, sorry. Uh, this The snow flurries sponsor us this morning. So we have some Hunter Biden news, some breaking news happening. Apparently, according to the House Oversight Committee, and there's confirmation from Hunter Biden's defense that, yes, Hunter is ready. He is ready to testify to testify before the Oversight Committee with uh, Chairman James Comer confirming this. And so we have the letter in front of us. And they're saying it's kind of bizarre. He says, Mr. Chairman, we take you up on your offer Uh to testify. They have subpoena power. So that was kind of interesting there. But it says your empty investigation has gone on too long, wasting too many better used resources. So it should come to an end. Consequently, Mr. Biden will appear at such a public hearing on the date you noticed December 13th or any date in December that we can arrange. So sort of a snarky written letter so we're going to get hunter biden on the stand yes oh my wow i smell a big take coming 
I smell a big take coming. December 13th, baby. December 13th. They should charge pay-per-view for that. Thirty-nine ninety-five. <laughs> do they do pay-per-view anymore? I mean, no. like I know UFC Everything's does. Everything's like streamed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fights, I guess. Yeah. Okay. They right, subpo- By the way, they subpoenaed him back on November 8th. Yep. And so this is now, it's a subpoena. You have to answer it, but they're, you know, giving the snarky answer. The Biden family and its business associates are accused of receiving more than $24 million Mm -hmm. from Ukraine, Russia, China, Romania, and Kazakhstan over a five-year period, according to the House Committee looking into this. Okay. So there you have it. Okay. On on another note, we have, um, because we were off last Thursday, I'll just point out that um, President Joe Biden joined his embattled son, Hunter, and the other family members <clears throat> for a Thanksgiving Day celebration and polar bear plunge. I, I, I saw this. You did? The polar bear plunge. <laughs> oh, my. So they shared the picture on Execute Picture. It was nothing lewd or anything torrid on the beach there. We will get to a <clears throat> uh, inappropriate action on the beach in Georgia in a moment. But ah. this was their polar plunge. They jumped in the ocean there in Delaware. Or no, this was in the Hamptons, right? Yes, that was. So it wasn't even in Delaware. Yes, because the Bidens, that's what they do. 40% of the time they vacation. <laughs> Nantucket. Not, Nantucket, not the thank you. Sorry. Got my snooty beach yeah. place confused. Sorry about that. <laughs> my elitist vacation <laughs> spots. D-bag places. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we have the story that Greg Stocker, you know, on demand with Greg Stocker, he said this a couple days ago and I forgot to do it. So this is the story. <clears throat> of a a woman who was arrested in Georgia mm-hmm. for her and they're just releasing the video and more details of this apparently <laughs> speak of pay-per-view uh. you need a pay-per-view to see this video so police were called when this woman was on a Georgia beach and she was using a an adult uh, device <laughs> oh my God. to to pleasure herself mm-hmm. okay. on the beach. Yep, yep, yep. Are we instructing <clears throat> the audience to get to YouTube right now? <laughs> no, no, I, no, just, no I, I, I don't checking. think there's any videos. Oh, okay. Well, there are pictures of her. Yeah. Uh, so, in any event, okay. well, no, there is video actually. Is there? We have tape. At um, there is video. Let's go to the uh, tape. I don't know if we have the tape. No. All I don't right. Think we do. All right. Okay. I can't think of everything on this guy. They they've released the police body cam video. Yep. It's not of her doing. It's it's her reaction afterwards. In any event, lewd behavior and charged with other, you know, indecent exposure and this sort of thing. So the woman is in a one piece swimsuit. She's the thirty four year old woman identified as Christina Revels Glick, and police arrested her because uh, the police were called to the Georgia beach. Mm-hmm. And this woman was on Tybee Island Beach in the state of Georgia, mm. and she was. Indulging herself in a little <laughs> self uh, lying down on the beach and a self uh, pleasuring moment. The also the P, the nine one one calls. I don't know if they've released the nine one one calls, but there were families. <laughs> they were calling nine one one because the families were saying this is highly inappropriate. We have kids, and this woman is over here doing these lewd acts. Yep, and she is loudly uh, moaning and groaning wow. and screaming and. At one point, really uh, reached a, a climax the of climax. screaming, if you will. Wow! <laughs> wait, wait. She 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 completed the act. She did. Wow. And so, if you have little kids and you're on the beach, and there's one picture of this female policewoman with her hands on her hips, mm-hmm. like disgusted right. by this woman, because a, this is a family place. Yeah, Come on, it is. But that's a major focus and a major commitment for her to finish the 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 full the full routine. 
And then she, and then she actually states to the officer, to the policewoman, and she goes, who saw that? Nobody saw that. There were, there, no, nobody was around. No, we heard you, ma'am. And then she actually goes on to, she says, I had an O. And I'm sorry, I'm really stressed out. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was stressed out, guys. Come and yeah, this well. policewoman is having none of it. Rich is just saying, Rich really? Yeah. And so the good for you. I'm glad it was a policewoman who answered this. Well, and, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine a dude answering that, that call. Right? No. no. So they handcuff her. They escort her off the beach. No. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, the, the I don't know. The policewoman was very professional and so on and so forth, but to, the, you can see the disgust. Yeah. You know, to say, come on already, lady. You're on, you could have gone in your vehicle or go home or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you get it together, woman. <laughs> and, and the officer had a good comeback. She said, oh, really? If nobody saw it, they wouldn't have called, right? We had mm-hmm. multiple calls. And what beach was this? Tybee. It was in, uh, off Georgia. It was Tybee. Okay. Tybee Beach. Very interesting. But, um, Tybee Island Beach. So you see that it looks a lot like Ocean City where they have beachfront properties and there are a lot of, and they're close together. Yeah. So the funny thing is the woman, she's a very attractive 34 year old woman in her one piece, um, swimsuit, but the, it looks like she's wearing a gold, cross like a crucifix uh necklace okay by the way yeah i'm actually kind of uh, weird you looking, looking at this yeah i'm looking at the pictures of her right now let me pull this and go larger here um but the fact that she talks back to the officer right you know as a uniformed officer <laughs> yeah. there yeah, quit, quit, quit giving him guff her her? Female oh, officer. Oh, yeah, yes that's true the female officer is right. like has her hands on her hips yeah sort of have her hip She's like looking at her, sort of judgmentally. She's got glasses. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Stalker? How how would you? Uh, uh, I mean, lo- look, she's she's yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. She's lovely. She, I, I wouldn't. I'm a know. fan. She has a gold cross around her neck, so she's really <laughs> she's a woman of faith. She's a woman of faith. She had faith she could finish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you know, it happens sometimes. The urge, yeah. Um, the urge uh, yeah. seems to, uh, yep. She couldn't fight the feeling any longer, Greg. Yep. I'm sitting on my town, everybody was around me. Okay, and you were over at the beach? Like, I was, I was near the water. Near the water? Yeah. Okay. What did I do? What did I do? So apparently you were masturbating on the beach. Oh, boy. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a couple people. No, they didn't. Yeah, that's, that's not true. Why would they call us? Nobody, nobody was around. It was an anonymous call. Is yeah. this one of my buddies? Okay, yeah. one of my buddies. Yeah, she has a she has a Budweiser in her hand too. Uh-huh. Okay, look, let me. Sh- n- uh, ah, let me sh- aluminum pipe. Okay. Okay. Is there I'm- anything in the bag? <laughs> no. Is there if I look through? I mean, if you can open it and can I see the contents inside the bag? The contents. Here's when they find the adult I don't, I don't toy. I really understand what y'all. Are. Adult- we're just here because someone called and we're very concerned. Okay. This is really highly offensive to me. It's my vibrator, but I just put it in my. I was sitting on the beach, and I just. All right. Okay. No, okay. Right, all right. Know. Okay. We know. Okay. And Anthony Dorenzo <laughs> just said in our group text that I'm planning my next vacation at that beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's just nasty. It's yeah. that nasty. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad she got arrested. Get off this beach. Yeah. Go it's, home. You know, it's a family beach. Uh, people in there, she's claiming nobody was around. There were people around. Yeah, and by the way, too, it's, it's, it's also like late November. Who the hell goes to the beach in yeah. late November in Georgia? I believe it happened earlier, but they've 
just now, because she had to go through the process. She was arrested and charged and so on. So they've just uh, now, through the courts, they, released the actual body cam video oh, that Greg was just showing and okay, playing. Okay. Good, good job, guys. Uh, the photo, go to the photo. If you go to YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHG, you can see her. Um, you can see her. <laughs> if you want to see her. Yeah. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHG. It's a nice bathing suit. I, it's a nice bathing suit. How does... No, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a one piece. I'm wondering. Yeah, we can always get to the cut sheet before you shoot. Yourself <laughs> well, if you place. played more of it, I will tell you. She explains to the officer uh, how like, she's laying down, and yeah, she, I, I didn't want to play that part right, because it's underneath it's very, the swimsuit. It's, it's very graphic. Yeah. But part of the whole thing is she was she knew what she was doing by she wasn't being silent, and that's why. <laughs> okay, and so not only was she doing this lewd act yeah, with lewd. a with a device, yeah, a battery operated device, mm-hmm. which they found in her. Which she showed the bag, and then she, they find it. But now she's loudly putting on the show, mm-hmm. and people were not amused. It's nasty. She should have told the officers that you're going to need a warrant to search this bag. <laughs> and Nick Kale the, the giving advice. The YouTube chatters are just just what? horrendous. Uh, Newman Price says uh, she's a six point two five. Okay, I was thinking oh, six point two is not bad, but he went six point two five. Three uh, fees three five seven says a uh, six point one five. Peter S. says a solid seven. Chris Forsyth says she's a seven. Yeah. Um, YouTube.com. Dawn, Dawn, Somebody is, Dawn, is, Dawn is on the chat now, too. Oh, great. YouTube.com. Okay. Dawn gave PhD. her an 8.3. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, well, she's attractive physically, but not <laughs> she, she, otherwise. She, if, if you go on to see the video. Yeah, why if, is she laying down well, on the furniture? Because she was, she, was, she was demonstrating what she was doing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She demonstrated. The officers are... Just like, what is the matter with you? Yeah, you know it's funny. You know, we, we this this radio show is for adults. We should be able to describe this to other adults yeah. who can talk about things in an adult way. But because of the stupid FCC, we can't say things because we have to talk like we're three year olds. Yeah, you know what? In my in my first act as president of the United States of America, I am abolishing the Federal Communications Commission. Thank you. The FCC needs to go. My first act as president of this great country. Isn't it? She's. That's just nasty. It is. It is. All right. Are we done. We done gawking over our lady on the beach. Um, I'm, trying well, to, I'm trying to keep the moral uh, compass in the right direction here. On this. <laughs> since since that was basically what's on the cut sheet. Thank you, Dawn. Oh. Uh, it was sponsored by ECI Comfort. ECI Comfort is the cold weather getting you down. Stay warm with ECI Comfort. Your go-to HVAC expert upgrade to the reliability of train heating systems, keeping you cozy when it matters most. Call ECI Comfort for your comfort needs or online at ecicomfort.com, ecicomfort.com. I bet ECI Comfort didn't realize that they were they were sponsoring that. <laughs> that was a very comforting segment. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring the Big 3 at 9. Yeah, there you go. All right. The Big um, 3 and the Big O, so sponsored <laughs> by Big Comfort. So we did the Big O, the Big 3, and the cut sheet all at once right there. <laughs> And I didn't even know we were doing half of it. You're done. Joseph Hausman says she's a six point one. Yeah. This is just not right. I mean, look, look. Should, there. We, should we leave her in box four during no. the break for the boys in the chat? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The score is yeah. coming in. Yeah, gentlemen, if you could leave her up during the commercial break. Yeah. For score the amongst people. yourselves. Just you can score amongst yourselves. And ladies, <laughs> look, Dawn, give her a score so we don't sound sexist here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'll do a five point. Eight. Wow. Dawn's a tough grader. Wow. Dawn is a tough grader. 5.8. 5.8. Uh, she looks better than Taylor Swift. E-flu- oh. In my opinion. E. Flores is a 7.8. Seven. Oh, there you go. 
Don Stetson. Stetson. The show is just the, the nine o'clock hour on the show always just goes off the rails. It does. It really is. I try to bring it back in you, around nine oh five with COVID and uh, you do. You know, pertinent information. You do. It's and, our fault. It's it's yeah. it's it's my fault and Dawn's fault. Yeah, I know. I got to be the adult of the show. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we'll find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show today and who on Twitter and YouTube today as we put a bow on whatever the hell we've been doing for the last 45 <laughs> minutes here on Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. You've heard me talk about what a crock and their delicious ready-made meals before. If you're a busy working parent you know, like me or you could – I hate the term working parent, by the way <laughs> – because if you're a parent, you're always working 24-7, right? But if you're so busy with your kids, with your family, with your job, or maybe you could just use some easy meals that are delicious, you're going to love What a Crock. I put a meal in my slow cooker in the morning, run around all day, and when I come home, yes, dinner is waiting. Unlike most meal kit companies, and this is a critical point here for me, there is not any prep, zero prep required at all. Cleanup is a breeze. It's literally as simple as dropping a meal into your slow cooker and boom, dinner is handled. I love it. It's like a mini vacation for me. Watercrock.com has a huge menu of more than 50 meals to try from the classics, which uh, my family loves, like the old-fashioned pot roast, for example. It's delicious when you come home to that just simmering. The house just smells so good. Or what about the chicken Alfredo? And then the new favorites, like the stuffed chicken parm meatballs and honey garlic chicken with veggies. Delicious and nutritious. No subscription or commitment is required, by the way. Just order. And you order exactly what you want, whenever you want. And by the way, before the kids come home for college or something like, it's a great care package for a relative, somebody who just had a baby, by the way. That's a good idea, too. Make sure you use promo code WPHT at checkout. You get $10 off. Whatacrock.com. Code WPHT. $10 off. If you've tried What a Crock before, you'll know how much of a lifesaver their dinners really are. Just order. Order right now. Whatacrock.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Tuesday morning, Kale and Company as we put a bow on another show. Come on, nothing. Nobody gets my jokes here. <laughs> Rebel yell. Come on. Come on. Yeah, a little Georgia Rebel yell on the beach. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, right? Hopefully all the boys enjoyed Box 4 during the break. By the way, the uh, the YouTube chat was just lighting up with uh, with with explicit comments. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Comments that we can't read, I'm assuming. No. That's cool. I found one that I can read that I will. That one uh, YouTube. Yeah. Just another thing YouTube can flag us for. I know. As, just if, as if using rejoiners and music isn't uh, de- you know detectable from a, a bot standpoint. Yeah. Now we'll get some uh, uh, yeah. somebody uh, Newman Newman Price will say something to get us taken down. Well, it's funny because Phil Omquist, who's doing a great job as our associate producer, sends me a list every night of like you know interesting things that happened that day in music history because he knows I love that stuff. Yeah. And like ninety percent of the stuff I can't play because YouTube will flag it and take us down. That's unbelievable. It just, it's just—it's horrendous. I know. Thank you, Don. It's a sin. And by the way, I think know. I need to go on a beach. <laughs> Relieve some stress. <laughs> Phil Umk was doing a nice job in his first month since taking over for the now departed Daniel Valdez. He's doing a great job. So keep yeah. it up back there, Phil. Yeah. Great work. 
All right, uh, the Dawn Show is coming up in just about seven minutes, and we find out what Dawn has lined up for 10 o'clock. Yeah, there's so much. Go- there's a lot of breaking news, and we'll, we'll break all of that down. We have some local updates as far as Philadelphia City Hall, city politics, the state of education here in Philadelphia. So we'll localize that as well as budget talks in Pennsylvania, Bidenomics, Julie Bauke who is just going to bring us to the job market, the latest trends, especially as we still have some hiring issues across the country. So some great consumer news as well. It's all coming up. All right, the Dawn Show at 10 o'clock. So Julie Bauke, here's how my brain works. Every time I hear her last name, I think of Bauke. Yes, from Perfect Strangers. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) That's hysterical. I've got issues. I have a sponsor here for uh, Who on Twitter, but I don't feel comfortable reading them for Who on Twitter because of the content of, of Who on Twitter. So can you start off your 10 o'clock hour with reading the sponsor for me okay sure thank you very much <laughs> i'm just i'm trying to look, look they're they're a wonderful sponsor yeah. i love them i don't even want to mention them because i don't want them to be yes. associated yes. with the with the the smut and the filth that we have on our shows prudent decision by the brand manager. thank you very much right, is this sponsored by vagina candles for <laughs> gwyneth paltrow holiday season we'll, coming up we'll just say yes we'll just say that yeah there you go <laughs> all right let's find out greg sucker who won twitter today who won Twitter? Irkwin's Twitter. He says, sometimes you find yourself at the beach and you just got to make a splash. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> and you pull out a little mustard. <laughs> Ew. And then... Who won? YouTube goes to Tim Kruger, who says, uh, that's how uh, that's how crabs get to the beach. Oh, Love it. Wow. Ba-dum-bum. Very good. <laughs> Boy, it's going to be a tough act to follow. It is. It All is. right, well, we'll try to do it again tomorrow and see if we can top today's show. Uh, but stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We're back tomorrow morning at 6, and as the binder would say. My <laughs> as, as the binder would say. I'll see you tomorrow. Come talk to me. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.